Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Happy holidays from our friends at Cornbread Hemp. This past year has been stressful for everyone, especially now that the holidays are here and finding effective ways to cope may seem impossible. That's why I trust my friends over at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with the most THC allowed by law. Leave the holiday stress behind when you share Cornbread Hemp with your loved ones this holiday season. They even have gifts for your parents too. So from now until Christmas, enjoy an extra 30% off your entire purchase when you visit cornbreadhemp.com and enter the promo code BIGX at checkout. Enjoy the entire holiday season with a little help from our friends at Cornbread Hemp, Kentucky's first choice for all things CBD. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be, cat, just the cat, just... Cats. 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 Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. January 5th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your chilly Wednesday morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. We appreciate you tuning in and listening. Nick Roush, how are you? Um not exactly a happy Wednesday. This is not what's wrong. It's wrong. I watched that basketball game last night. That's what's wrong. Oh, it's a basketball game on January 4th. We're fine. I know, I know. Perk up, but buddy. I just... Uh, Bring the energy. Be a fountain, not a drain. Just, Nick Mangio, eh? I'm just not used to to losing. Will Wade's just such a loser. Like, He's just such a goober. A dork. The worst. He's still can coaching I, basketball. Can I give a really controversial... I, I don't hate Will Wade. I mean, he's a cheater. Make no mistake about it. And he should get punished for cheating but like if i'm an lsu fan i would i'd fine whatever keep them ncaa hammer us vacate wins give us probation what like lsu basketball hasn't been this relevant since the 80s yeah it's just for me i think what it is is that i used to bully people that looked like him that were like fraternity pledges he looks like a fraternity pledge 
just like a doughy goober that like screams and spouts nonsense. And I just hated that his team bullied Kentucky for 10 minutes in the second half. That was embarrassing. It just was. Like, you can't. Are you kidding me? A 20 to 2 run just because they're playing a little physical? I know you don't have your point guards, but my God. <laughs> what a caveat. What a caveat to add in there. Yeah, you don't have your two starting guards, but my God. You know, be much, can you, be can much not, better. Can we not just run a play to get a open shot? Like They ran plays. They had open shots. Yeah. Uh, they, they needed to attack is what they needed to do. They So when the guards went out, they said, all right, we're not so worried about anybody beating us off the dribble anymore. Let's play overly aggressive. They won't get around us. We don't have to worry about playing downhill. They won't get around us. I wish Mintz and Grady just said, I'm going to play out of control and try to get inside. They needed to try to force the issue because they weren't getting – there wasn't any space on the perimeter anymore. So they needed to try to just lower their shoulder, go into the paint, try to create something, but they're not point guards. I mean, that's not there. Ha- that hasn't been their role probably since high school, all things considered be having to do that. Um, it just, it, I I'm frustrated with the loss. It should have been a win. It should have been a win even with all the different mm-hmm. circumstances, but I'm not anybody that's panicking or freaking out that this is a perfect time to just take a tiny little step back and realize this is not some sort of indication of what season Kentucky is going to have. It's just not. It, if anything, you could probably take some positives that Kentucky was even in that game, all things considered. I don't think LSU is an amazing team. I, I think at best, I think they have a Sweet 16 ceiling. I just don't think they have enough creators themselves to be able to uh, – They don't have enough offense. Yeah. And, when, and when they come to Rupp Arena um, – Next month, Kentucky's going to beat the snot out of them. Yeah. I was there was things that were really frustrating last night, and especially the final sequence was just like, "What? No!" Before you even knew what was going on, the buzzer sounded and Kentucky had lost. You thought Kentucky had the ball down one with tra- in transition with momentum, and then you blinked and it was a five point deficit and they had lost. It was like, "Wait, wait, what just happened? What the hell just happened here?" Uh, so that was annoying. We're going to talk all about it today. If you the text line, I, I doubt we get all the way through it just because, again, in losses, you just get a lot more text than you do um, with the wins. And that's fine. We love hearing from you on the Thornton's text line. We always do. We're going to read it. Uh, but a lot of it's just a lot of venting and frustration. And Right, right. Which is, you know, it's very understandable because, uh, as you said, Kentucky, I mean, for a lot of it, you thought they weathered the storm in the first half. They come out and make some threes. To start the second half, now it's just like, okay, just don't completely bleed out. You can bleed a little bit, just don't bleed out. I think the first six shots they made were three-pointers, and then they didn't score again for – like they made two two-point field goals in the entire second half. That was – it was tough to watch. And then I think the, I think the other part too, TJ, is like they free, you know? They're free. Like, oh, I can't, Roush, the thing, I'm a, little disappo- so I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed in you, buddy. No, like, just make your damn free throws. Free. No, you're, you're just, you're having a very like non, let's actually dig into this take. You're, you're, you're having a very Facebook comment opinion so far to start today. I'm a little disappointed in that. Making free like Oscar Sheboy game though that that's that's Oscar, that's not a Facebook take. Sure. If you just make your free I mean, throws, you win the it, game. It, it is a Facebook take 50, because fifty percent from the yeah, free throw line is very bad. Okay, exactly. Objectively I agree. bad. 
I would love for Kentucky to not be 50% from the free throw line. Lance Ware is a horrible free throw shooter. Oscar Shibway is not a great free throw shooter. So you take away those, and Kentucky was 10 of 13 from the line. Is that bad? Oscar should be. Is is 10 of 13 from the line bad? No, but Oscar should be good at free throws. He's great for mid range, and he's going to get fouled a lot. He should be great. Well, historically, he hasn't been a great free throw shooter. I've been impressed with what he's done so far, but I'm sure not playing the entire first half and then having a very choppy second half. Probably not ideal to get into a rhythm. He shouldn't go 0 for 3. He'll, and I'm not I'm not happy with that either. But Lance Ware and Oscar Shibway are not guys we want shooting free throws. Period. At no point. Oscar is going to get fouled a lot. He needs to he needs to be more consistent, especially on the road. But mm-hmm. uh Mintz was five of six. Grady missed just the one. Brooks was two of two from the line, topping two of three from the line. Folks that are complaining about the free throw shooting, Lance Ware is quite literally maybe one of the worst free-throw shooters I've ever seen in my life. Every time he got fouled where it was him going to the line, I was like, well, that's that's the equivalent of a turnover. It, it adds one foul to LSU, but this is the equivalent of a turnover. Maybe he can get one. He didn't. Uh, missed the, the whole rim on close. one of them. I just can't imagine how you can do that as a D1 athlete. But it, it, Kentucky didn't have their good free-throw shooters going to the line. That was the annoying part. Not the, I mean, the misses are annoying. I understand it, but... They were bad free throw shooters, Roush. I also have a memory of Lance Ware going five of six from the line against Missouri. So, and he hasn't gone to the line much this year. That's the only time he's went to, he shot more than two free throws in a game and he made almost all of them. So, I have an impression that Lance Ware is a decent free throw shooter. But well, get that, that was impression at home. out of your head. Get that impression out of your head. <laughs> that was he at was... home. This was on the road. And, you know, there, there were definitely going to be some road struggles here and there, but just to, it's just so deflating to let another team go on a twenty-two run. It just oh sucks. sure, I, and, and, and like they're it's, it's, frustrating. It's, it sucks the wind out of you. It does, and then when you twenty-two run in the second half, you miss ten free throws. Yeah, you, uh, you you made like two two two-point field goals during a stretch. Like you add all those things up together, Roush. Absolutely, it gets frustrating. Um, but you got to take it into the con- – you, you just got to dig a little deeper in the analysis. Otherwise, well, people are just going to lose their minds well, with this stuff. Let me be mad for the first segment because that's the thing that I think – I don't know what I want to say is the most frustrating part, but like you, we listed a ton of reasons why you should just never win a game on the road, and yet here Kentucky was down one with the ball with like, what, 13 seconds left, and then just chaos ensued. Like, can, I, yes, I, I, it would have been nice to have a point guard to get the ball to, but like that was how you're you're right there. Everything went wrong, and yet you still made a great play to get a steal. Kentucky throws the ball away. They go down three, and then they can't like. There's not even a good look at the uh, basket after that. Like it was, you had a chance, and then there was just no execution or no even semblance of it down the stretch. It's like. Ugh. Frustrating. What a pos- positive Pat opinion. Kentucky being down seven with like two minutes left, and then you blink your eye and they have a, the ball with the possession to go up, and and unfortunately Oscar threw it away. But how about some credit for a team without their two starting guards and uh, not having their big in the first half when backs up against the wall had a chance to win on the final possession against on the road in a top twenty environment, top twenty five team. That's- right, right, and I, I, I would be much more optimistic. I think the difference to TJ 
granted that was end of the season, but we just watched kind of another similar situation with the football team where you were shorthanded. Granted, you still had your best players, and it's uh, it's apples and oranges. We're talking two different sports. Sure. But when we went into the end of that game situation, Kentucky was able to execute down the stretch when it mattered, despite having that long, lengthy drought offensively where it seemed like the other team had all the momentum. They came back and they closed the deal. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and maybe maybe I'm spoiled by Kentucky football now, where I just expect yeah, Kentucky gosh. basketball. To I, be... I I couldn't be more disappointed in the way you started the show. Perfect, but you know what? Let's run with it. Let's say Will Levis's throw to Wandell Robinson on third down gets broken up, or Wandell gets drilled and can't hold on to the ball like 98% of other receivers probably would have done in that situation, and then Levis throws an incompletion on the next pass. Boom, game over. Are we questioning if Mark Stoops can coach? Are we questioning how good this Kentucky team was? Are we no, wondering no. what's wrong with the program? Nope. Nope. Everybody's saying, well, I, I'm disappointed with that second half. You got to find more offense. I wish we could have found a way to win the game, but it was a fun season. You were down so many players, and that was a pretty good fight. That would be the narrative if Kentucky had lost its bowl game. So maybe there are some maybe there are some similarities between that and the LSU game, uh, except the reactions I think are significantly yeah. different because I think a lot of people just well not a lot of people but I think there's a portion of the fan base the second that Calipari kneeled with his players at Florida they said I'm done with them and they're going to look for every excuse to try to pile on and get on them and not realizing that Kentucky has a Hall of Fame head coach that consistently brings in number one recruiting classes and has one of the most talented teams in the country year in and year out so. I'm going to push back on the crazies. Last night was disappointing. I was frustrated. The second that I'd come to peace with the loss was the second that I, I found myself getting super angry because of the thrown away pass by Oscar, the mm -hmm. hell of a play to try to save it, and then the no call on the foul that led to the dunk, but whatever. Um, it was frustrating. I understand that, but I'm, I'm just not ready really to have a sense of doom and gloom like I saw so many other fans have. Well, the the way that it was put by – I forget who it was. I was listening to Bomani Jones and Spencer Hall talk. Um and that this was like a podcast they recorded at the end of the regular season of college football. And they were applauding Mark Stoops. They're like, you know what? Kentucky knows who they are in football. They use all of their irrational craziness on college basketball, which is true. We we get a little irrational. We get a little crazy. Um, but like Cal said, he tried calling a timeout, and he's not in the frame. But you see him like waving them down towards the end. And it's like, I, did, what, did he try to call timeout? I don't know. I don't. He never does, so why would this be any different? Um, I, I mean, the, the, where is this narrative that Cal never calls timeouts coming from? Sometimes I get frustrated that he does call timeouts. He's like a blend of uh, Roy Williams and really kind of like a Rick Barnes, who, who is like way over the top with timeouts. Patino was way over the top with them. Patino was too, yeah. 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 Sometimes he calls them, sometimes he doesn't. I, in that situation, I mean, full, just again, it's more like confirmation bias that people are just looking to be – like, did you want them to call a timeout the, in the split second that Oscar got that ball? That's unrealistic. Do you want him to call a timeout after the dunk on the other end? That's more realistic, but the way Kentucky came back from that seven, eight-point deficit with two minutes to go was playing fast, just yeah, trying yeah, to get LSU true. a little out of transition, allow them to lose a man for a split second, and then make people play catch-up trying to rotate over, and then boom, you make a couple passes, you get open shots. I, the, 
the fact that people are, I mean, I just feel like folks are blaming and, and pointing and looking at the wrong stuff on this. You didn't have severe Wheeler for the first half, and you saw how the offense looked. They looked like an army that had lost its general. They didn't know what to do. That first half was ugly. Kentucky was lucky to only be down five despite such horrendous shooting. And then they gather, they regroup at halftime, they come out with a game plan. Things are looking really good, Roush. Kentucky gets up 50 to 41, and they're stuck on 50 or 52 for the next forever. Yeah. But then Ty Ty Washington goes down. Like, I, are, have people just completely lost their minds? That is tough for a basketball team with only five people to overcome where your two ball handlers are gone, just yeah, not and, there anymore. And you also have to give credit to LSU because they did look like one of the best defenses in all of college basketball. I mean, they were good. They were physical. It rattled Kentucky. And this was, like we said, going yesterday. This was going to be a huge game for Severe Wheeler, and you didn't have him at all. Um, and much to your credit, credit to you. Go ahead, pat yourself on the back, TJ. Jacob Toppin, it was a big, it was a big game for him. It was a big half for him, I should say, because uh, he should have just not gone to the halftime locker room. Should have stayed out on the court. Maybe run some sprints um, because that the same Jacob Toppin in that first half wasn't there in the second half. Would have been nice to to have a little bit more of of that. Um, just a little bit more of that. Yeah, and uh, love the way that he played. And I I, I don't it, I don't know I, I maybe and you saw Brooks get some minutes there in the second half. Maybe maybe the second half more offensive from Brooks would have helped. I, it, yeah. But instead of Toppin, you know, you got to you got to be but then how are you going to take Toppin out with how well he played in that in that first half? It's it's pretty difficult. Yeah, I wish he would have done a little bit more, but when you don't have guards to help get you the ball, it just well, makes things so much more difficult for everybody on that offense and sadly that's just when things went super stagnant. And the Part of what Cal, after the game, when he was asked, you know, what was wrong? And Cal said some of it was Oscar wasn't catching the passes he normally gets in the post. I would say that some of it is, A, Oscar was getting double teamed all night, and they were good double teams. Like, LSU wasted zero time. They did a good job. Whoever was playing help defense, they were moving when the ball was in the air to double team. Like, that was – they were doing an exceptional job double teaming the post. And Oscar did finally figure out, okay, I've just got to shoot quick hook shots. And his one quick hook didn't fall. But the part the part that I, I think Kentucky could have gotten a couple of easy buckets just cutting off of the passes down into Oscar and getting – like there, there was an, an opportunity to have some sort of layup coming from where that double team was coming from on the backside. At least I think there was. I don't know. But I just – I get um, I get frustrated. I, I think the, the source of my frustration, TJ, because, yes, Kentucky does run plays. A lot of it's the it, – it's harder to make it look good when you're starting the play six feet behind the three-point line instead of near it because you don't have your point guard in. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to give them some benefit of the doubt because they don't have point guards. I'm not going to be that foolish. But – I just I just hate that I I can figure out what can do Kentucky's doing offensively when I shouldn't like I have a a decent sense of how basketball works but like most of that most of the plays that I ran in high school and at the highest level of basketball that I played it was like okay this is just going to be some simple action where we're running two or three screens we're screening screeners right like it's not going to be this big convoluted thing it's not like the stuff that Zabo would run at Trinity, where it's very complex, very convoluted. 
sometimes it's, it, it, it does more harm than good, but it can get some easy wide open looks. And I just wish that we had a go-to easy like layup play. And I know you can't use them all at once, but like Kentucky desperately needed just something in that drought to get an open look that wasn't just a, a long three because they, you know, Kentucky and them going cold. It would have just been nice if we had a lob play to top it. That would work in that situation, right? Like that, that that's really is that is that my nitpicking? Yes, it's very nitpicky, but I just really wanted an easy two at that point and like a little lob play or I don't know, some sort of backdoor cut. They're a good defensive team, but I just wanted something more than Grady running off of that the double down screens. Yeah, I, I wish Kentucky could have had easy plays for easy two-point baskets, too. I think every fan in the history of basketball would like for easy baskets. We just don't got them in the arsenal. Yep, this Kentucky team never going to score easy baskets again off plays. No, they're going to run some plays. They're not going to run the plays that I want, though, so I'm going to be mad. Ah! And they had open looks in the drought. I, I, yeah, it would have been great if you could have gotten. Uh, also, I kind of noticed, I don't know if this has been an all-season sort of thing, which I'm going to feel dumb if it is. Did they almost exclusively just play Oscar on, if you're standing at the free throw line and looking at the rim on the right block? I guess if you're standing on the baseline looking out at the court, the left block. They weren't really like they were keeping him on one side of the court, which I don't I know he likes being on his right side better, right-handed, but did you notice that at all? Yeah. That's one thing yeah. I would have maybe done. That you know, where where yes, I want two-point field goals, I want plays. That's one thing I, I feel like I maybe would have moved him away from the basket a little bit just to see if you could just get LSU a little confused, you know, get them a little out of position, get some guys guarding people away from where they were anticipating guarding, I would have changed. You know, I would have tried some different things during that drought and then mostly just wanted my leader guards to try to attack and get to the free throw line if they could have or, you know, get in the lane, throw up a shot, and then let your your one of your greatest assets, offensive rebounding, see if that could be a factor uh, if you could get inside into the paint. But they just had such a tough time getting around those LSU defenders because they are twos and they are threes and they are not point guards. But – uh, I, I I would have done some things differently as well. My biggest coaching criticisms, first off, just not telling the guards, the, the guards that were left, Grady and Mintz, just to try to attack and get into the paint. Maybe they were trying that and LSU just was not allowing it. Maybe so. LSU is a good defensive team, obviously. Um, I would have been more aggressive in my attempts to do that, but maybe they just couldn't do it. My biggest criticism wasn't on the even on the offensive end, weirdly enough. Yeah. It was just, Oscar, stop leaving your man. Like, that's why they didn't have that play in the first half as much is because Oscar wasn't in. Um, but how many times did they run that high screen? Oscar would go with the ball. You'd have two guys with the ball carrier kind of shadowing, mm -hmm. and then they'd make that pass to the top of the key, and you saw Kentucky pay for it time and time and time again in the second half. Probably cost UK 9 or 12 points, Oscar leaving his man to go help on the screen don't like that would if i was you know again maybe all the assistant coaches in calipari were telling oscar do not leave him he yeah. is one of their best three-point shooters <laughs> they're not a great three-point shooting team but he is so do not leave him maybe they were yelling that to him and he just wasn't listening but at the end of the day if you're a coach you've got to get your players not to make such silly silly mistakes and giving 
I don't know, four or five wide open threes, and they didn't even hit all of them, thankfully. But giving four or five, maybe six, wide open threes, that's unacceptable. That just could not happen. And it was something that didn't happen in the first half, but when Oscar was playing in the second half, he just could not stay on that dude, and LSU took advantage of it to their credit. That was frust- That that was my most frustrating, like, because that didn't matter. That didn't matter that Wheeler and and Ty Ty were out. Yeah, that had nothing to do with Mintz and Grady not being able to get around the LSU defenders. That's just basketball one hundred and one. You don't give wide open shots to great shooters. Mm-hmm. Like that's just not something you do. So that was my most frustrating coaching. What the hell's going on? Stop doing that thing. But for the most part, you all, I'm going to let this one slide off my back and just look forward to an absolute colossal beatdown on Saturday of Georgia. Uh, you know, these Notre Dame and LSU games, they very easily could have been Kentucky wins. Yeah. And yeah. the mood around this joint is just so much different. This is still a good basketball team and they're going to be fine. Now, they have a lot of tough road games, Roush. They play at Alabama. They play at Florida. They play at Tennessee. And then is it at Arkansas? I think they have one more tough one that I'm missing. Would have been really nice. And and, and you got to win a couple of those. You just have to. Would have been so great just to get a check off the first one last night, get a top 25 road win, move up to maybe top 10 in the polls. It would have been fantastic. Unfortunately, between injuries and lack of execution late in the game, or during a terrible, terrible drought, because they actually played pretty well that stretch between two minutes and about 30 seconds. But they came up short. They came up short. The situation, it was a weird game. The officials were super inconsistent. There was really no flow or rhythm to it whatsoever. It did suck. And like, that's not a, that doesn't mean Kentucky lost the game because of the freaking, people have such a tough time just understanding any sort of detailed analysis. The officials were horrible. They yeah, got so they, many out-of-bounds oh. calls wrong, and a couple of them went Kentucky's way. But they, <laughs> yeah, they did. get so many out-of-bounds calls wrong? <laughs> don't call it if you don't see it. It's call like a jump ball if you don't thing. know. Yeah. yeah. The one that Oscar got the ball knocked out of his hands and they called it out on Kentucky? Like, oh, how? When he was wrong. Yeah, when, like, th- that defied logic. <laughs> my, my favorite call was when they they blew the whistle. I think it was in the first half for oh, a, char- a charger, a block. One ref blew his whistle, <laughs> but no ref made a call. It's like, what the hell are you blowing your whistle for? Oh, they both just looked at each other for like, yeah. it seemed like 30 seconds. <laughs> it, it was a long time. Pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, well, it's uh, – Justin, should we talk about our exchange last night? Our exchange. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I screwed – well, I mean, I have good reasoning for not going with you, but I, we'll get into that after. After what? After we discuss the exchange. So, Ooh. right before the drought started, maybe like – maybe it was right after the drought started, but it wasn't like a 20-2 to two drought at that point. Kentucky I texted – I texted my Hoosier friend, Justin, and I said, I'll I'll just read it verbatim, actually. Okay. I said, I highly recommend you betting the LSU live line if you see a number you like. This has moral victory and a heartbreaking defeat written all over it. I've seen this game a million times. I texted that to him. Uh, Yeah, Kentucky, I think. It was 845, but you see, you hear 845 and you think, oh, well, that must have been right at the end of the game. The game didn't end until 915. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, again, credit to the refs for that. You all absolutely suck. Kentucky's had games that end at 845. They've had games that end at 840. They've had very quick basketball games this year. But life on the road in the SEC, you're not going to have it there. 
He texted back and said, ha, 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 that's hysterical. I went pretty heavy on Kentucky plus two, so I'm going to stay away. I texted back and I said, it's going to be your loss. He said, great looking out, though. I appreciate it. If I didn't already bet it, I'd totally follow you. And I just I, – I, I had written out a long text message. Justin, sometimes one plus one doesn't equal two for you. And I just I, – I, I want to – I just want to get in your brain and try to figure out why your analysis was, hey, and you don't have to listen to me. I'm okay with that. You, you could have just came out and said, I disagree with you. I'm not going to listen to you. But your analysis of I've already bet heavy on Kentucky, so I'm, you could have just not lost money if you would have listened to me. So, yeah, there is a there was a method to my madness, especially last night. I was kind of in a weird spot. So, like yourself, TJ, I've had a couple pretty brutal weeks on the sports betting like I was hot and then now no, I am could not be any colder like what's colder than ice cold or what's colder and cold ice cold like that's what I have been so I was down to my last little bit in my account I threw it all on Kentucky plus two so what that's the- why that's why I was not willing to put more in my account just to bet the other side of it now now did I trust you absolutely anytime you send me a bet it's pretty well gold but I just I was in a spot where I couldn't do it last night I'd seen that story on the road with Kentucky playing basketball with Calipari as their head coach a million times. I yeah. I would have been shocked, not shocked. I would have been really surprised if Kentucky found a way to win that game, and they then they probably should have. That's what makes it even more frustrating. But but Justin, if somebody said, "Hey, I've got the winning lottery ticket numbers for you," and you said, "Sorry, I already bought my lottery tickets. And I don't have any money left in my wallet," you got to load back up, buddy. Yeah, but you got to load back t- up, chase the feeling. If someone tells me lottery numbers, it's a guarantee. As, as good as you are, it's still not a guarantee when it comes to sports. And that's nothing against you. That's, that's just more being cautious towards sports. I was just sitting there, and I was like, you know, it'd be one – you should have just been like, well, I'm, I'm all in on the Cats. So I don't have any more – I don't – the funds The funds are all in on the should Cats right that, now. Yeah. Um, but I'd seen that story a million freaking times with UK playing on the road, and it's uh, – Probably won't be the last time this season, Roush, that that we are a little frustrated after a UK basketball game. No, no, you're you're probably right, and um, I'm just uh, I'm hoping that there won't be a prolonged absence for Severe Wheeler. A concussion protocol stuff is is uh, willy nilly. Like there, there's no set time frame um, for when you can return. Justin Powell basically missed an entire season because of it. I know that's not typically the case. Hell, he might be feeling fine by Friday and play Saturday against Georgia. We don't know. It's kind of just up in the air. Uh, But I think the significance and the importance of Severe Wheeler, that point was well made. And, you know, I don't think Ty Ty Washington did necessarily a bad job, but he's just, he's going to be better with Wheeler in the game. He's better at creating off the ball. Like he just is. Um, Man, he did have a couple moments, too, in transition where he just didn't expect to be that open. He was just missing those little... Like, oh, my gosh. Floaters. The air ball floater. Ooh. God, <laughs> that was rough. One of the worst shots I've ever seen a Kentucky basketball player shoot. In, in any my, basketball. In, in my entire life. We had a friend when we were in fifth grade. And great guy. I... I uh, don't get to see him as much I- I- anymore, but he's in, you know, he's good, good friend of mine named Court. And he was, we were playing basketball, pickup basketball. We were in like fifth or sixth grade. We were at my buddy's David's house and he like 
made this awesome play, made, did this juke, got on the block, and then he just had a simple backboard layup, and he shot it over the backboard. Oh, and yeah. You don't still, forget that. Still to this day, he gets teased for it a little bit. and Like, over the back, you know, how do you do it? I had flashbacks to that moment when Ty Ty just airballed a floater. <laughs> how do you do that? Like, you know, you just short arm it. That's how you do it. But like, mm-hmm. oh, goodness gracious. You don't, that's the one, I, that's always on my mind when I'm going for a layup is like, you can't find a way to airball this layup. You get it off, get it, get it off. Use the backboard, use the rim. Let that be, let that help you a little bit. I know those floaters, you just want them to be swishes. But um, my issue with Ty Ty is his ability to finish through any sort of contact. He, he much would rather shy away from contact, float away, and then do those high layups or those high floats. Floaters. Um, that's my one, like, that's really what's keeping him from being in the conversation as one of Calipari's uh, in the conversation for one of his top guards that he's coached. He's a really good player. I love the way that he shoots. Um, he just, he has a tough time getting into the paint and finishing and finishing. And that, and that's my one big criticism for, and, for and some of that could probably develop throughout the year. Like he is still, you know, 12 games into his or fifth, well, however many games into his freshman year. But um, I, he'll, he'll certainly be at his best if he's not the yes. one that's being the dominant ball handler. So I agree. With hopefully, you. Wheeler gets better soon. I'm not going to lie, TJ. I thought he was just fake. Like he got hit so hard. I thought he was faking the, like, I thought he was acting. His neck got jerked around so hard. But I guess that was just the impact at which. He drilled that screen, which I don't think was a dirty screen. Like it just didn't get called out, and he ran into a brick wall. Yeah, I, I hope he's all right. He looked. I mean, you could tell the lights were bothering him when he was up. Um, just looked woozy, and it was kind of scary to be honest with you. Do you think that was a clean, clean screen? I do, I do. Like and I if did he, until like he until he shuffled. Like he kind of shuffles his feet, and that could just be the contact that made him shuffle his feet. But I don't know. It, well, I, just, I, I think some of it is just like the bracing for impact a little bit. That could be uh, it. That could be but it. Like, like, and when you slow things down, too, it just looks more exaggerated. Everything does. Uh, but at the time, like I was just like, man, it's green. And I, I, I thought he was just selling it. Um, but it, it turns yeah. out he, he, did, he did look woozy getting off the floor. That was uh, a little scary. Do you love the official standing over him telling him to get up? Like, Always my favorite. Who my favorite was when there was a really bad call that they just objectively got wrong. And then when Cal was losing his mind, they just were like, you know what? We're doubling down. I think it was they got one of those out of bounds oh, calls yeah. wrong. And then they called a foul in Kentucky like two seconds later. Yeah, it was like the like, most ticky tack foul they'd called all night. Yeah. It's like you're really just trying to like, I'm the one in ca- charge that- here. Don't yes. question my authority. I have the power. I said the exact same thing, thought the exact same thing. That was their little message to Cal and the bench of like, pipe down, y'all. Pipe down or it's going to get worse. Which is just, that's why officials are absolute jokes. And they're terrible at their jobs. Uh, didn't cost Kentucky the game last night, but it, they 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 do stink. Let's make no mistake about that. I wish it was better. It's really hard sometimes to watch college basketball. Uh, we do need to go to a break here. Long yep. first segment. I think this is going to be a fun show. Uh, we got a lot to get. Oh, whoa, this little breaking news here. Oh, oh, great. Roush, oh, we got no. something new from the CDC. This is quick, though. Okay. The, the CDC says if you want 
let me read this right. If you want to stop it, you need to pop, lock, and drop it. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Hey, fool, you ready for another beating? You should have never came back. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, on your Wednesday. Justin Kalen, after a tough one for the Cats last night down in Baton Rouge, and then LSU. Did you watch any of that bowl game, Roush, afterwards? Uh, a little bit, but it was... It was comedy. It was. I think when know, they flipped. I, I, yeah, I think when they flipped it over, LSU was like already down fourteen nothing or something. Yeah, they ended up scoring once before half, but they were just they didn't have the players. You know, you could see moments too where, like individually, somebody for LSU would make an effort where you're like, oh, well, they're obviously more talented, but they didn't have the depth. They they were playing a receiver at quarterback. Um, it was just a. Uh, Real poop show. A real poop show in that Texas Bowl. Hey, well, quick question. Uh, yeah, Justin. Uh, regarding the Kentucky game, do either of you know if uh, Severe Wheeler played? What? That was a joke because that's all they freaking said last night. Holy crap. Oh. I, if, if I heard the name Severe Wheeler and how he wasn't playing one more time, I was probably going to go through my TV and strangle Jay Billis. Holy well, smokes. Oh, well, Jay Billis. Uh, you know, it's not – Certainly not anything personal, but I, I just uh, maybe it's just fatigue. Like you know, you also, hear college, I, college basketball games for fifteen years, and you're I do have I do have one more complaint about the broadcasting crew last night. So I don't know if you all noticed or not, but that play where Ty Ty went out, did you all see him go out? God, yes. I did. Okay, yes. so right, we, so the guys we on knew the floor, he was out. Right, so the guys on the floor. He never comes back onto the floor. Jay Billis and Carl Ravage don't say anything about it for like five minutes. Like, what are we doing? How are you not cognizant that Ty Ty was on the floor and now he is not? And there was yeah. nothing mentioned about it until well, five minutes later. Oh, they did cut away to look at Ty Ty, like trying to walk it off while UK was in the fast break. That was yeah. a play that Oscar got the ball poked out of his hand and it went out of bounds. And yeah. we just didn't see that because they were cutting away to Ty Ty. Yeah, I mean, just terrible. ESPN, if they don't want to take college basketball broadcasts serious, then don't don't put the bid in and broadcast the games. I'd much rather anybody. I, I'm 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 kind of ESPN just doesn't care about college basketball, and that's fine. Um, but it, it's not an overly great product. And then if I had to hear them one more freaking time at the end of the game, talk about how gritty of a win it was for LSU. Way to go, LSU. Way to go. You won a game at home when a team was missing two starters, three starters for one half. Well, I guess it was still two. Each half missing two starters, basically. Uh, the second half without their two ball handlers. Way to go. Such a gritty win. You did it. Losers. Seriously. Like, get the hell out of here. I mean, if I was an LSU fan, I'd be – I'd be. I think if I was an LSU fan, I could. Ha I could make a case to be more frustrated with the win than with Kentucky's loss because that. What the hell was LSU doing, allowing Kentucky to get back in that game and have possession with a chance to win? And of course, Oscar threw it away. And by the way, who was it? Mintz that went and dove into the stands. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was Grady that he was trying to get it to. Correct. Grady got knocked. 
<laughs> like, you know, in that situation, it, I, I'm okay with them not calling it, but it did totally impact the game. Grady would have had that ball. He gets knocked, and instead it leads to a dunk on the other end. And actually, Oscar tried to foul the dude before the dunk, and they didn't call it, but, you know, I, I wasn't so upset about that. Everything happened so quickly in that moment. But th- those, all those things are true, though. Uh, they did happen in those instances, but what a wild, wild finish. We were talking during the break. Yeah, I just – I had come to peace with it, and then before I knew it, I was, like, screaming, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Kentucky had a chance? What the hell just happened? And then, and then you were able to settle back down again and realize – in the grand scheme of things, losing on the road with so many weird scenarios and situations going on to a top 25 team, not the end of the world. But I hate losing, so. Yeah, yeah. I hate losing. You know? well, I think one thing that is uh, reassuring, though, is how Cal handled it post game, where he challenged his players. Last year, he knew he couldn't do that because they wouldn't respond to it. Um, he had to be like, put the blame on me. And, you know, we eventually got sick of it. And But all the blame wasn't on him last year. Like, they just didn't have guys who could make the plays necessary to win basketball games. And uh, just shout out to, like, I, I think this team can withstand the win. We saw them respond to adversity at Notre Dame. They were playing their best basketball afterwards. Last night, you know, uh, to to quote Jay Billis, Severe Wheeler was out of the game. You know, what can you do? So um, I do think that, yes, all in all, I'm still mad. I'm still going to take that opening segment to vent, but I, I don't I don't fear that long term that this Kentucky basketball has like some sort of fatal flaw. Kellen Grady was 413 and 12 of those shots were threes, nine missed three pointers. And a lot of them were decent looks like Kentucky. They're pretty good when they make shots, TJ. Yes, that's a, that's a that's the recipe to success in basketball is hitting shots. A tale as old as time, yep. and uh, just too many stretches last night where no shots were falling from anybody. Pretty much the entire first half, and then obviously uh, that terrible, terrible stretch <laughs> there in the second half really shouldn't happen. Uh, I mean, it, it is inexcusable to to go so long and be a D1 athlete playing at Kentucky and, and to have droughts like that. Like somebody's got to go find a way to put the ball in the basket or get to the free throw line and have the stones to be able to knock down the free throws. Um, but it is what it is. It's January 4th. Hey, this team's going to get a lot better. You know what, though? I'm happy because Dante Allen got to play in the first half by God. So can't be that bad of a game, right? Dante got to play? I, weirdly enough, I would have I would have been all right giving him a shot. In the second, like I was cool with that. You know, it was a weird game. People were out. You needed some offense. You needed something. It at least made LSU extend their defense in the first half. Now, in the second half, they were doing that regardless. So Cal probably thought, like, it's not going to really matter. We don't have anybody that can collapse the defense. That's when Dante Allen's at his best, obviously. Um, I was all right with it. I was fine with Cal trying something and doing some different things and um, just trying to see if there was anybody that was ready to to make a big impact on the game. Second half, I thought, all right, here they go. They're getting hot. This is going to be fun. And then sure enough, as quickly as they got hot, it was extinguished in that terrible, terrible drought. I say we get to the Thornton's text line, Roush, because one, it's just uh, the longest it's probably ever been, been ever. And two, it gives us a chance to talk about Thornton's. Yes, um, great place for coffee and donuts. Uh, did not stay on the no snacks at night diet last night. I had to do some stress eating after the game. Therefore, can do some stress eating in the morning with some delicious Wide Willie Long Johns from our friends at Thornton's. Oh, 
so good. They got the best breakfast burritos too. Um, just it's just lights out at Thornton's. Use a refreshing rewards card. Save some money. Stop by Thornton's today. Starting on the text line, a texter asked, Ross, why would Katie McDaniel go to UCF? Seemed like he would get to play a ton next year. Is Jordan Wright coming back, or should we be expecting a portal addition or two at Edge? Looking at the Ross, I only see J.J. Weaver at Edge for next season. Well, it's the, kind of the questions we've been asking, Texter. Uh, I think part of it is that Wright can come back for super cheap senior season if he wishes, and they're bringing in two prolific Edge rushers. Um, they, they tried to get one in the portal or from Chris Bogle, but he ended up at Michigan State. So, yeah, I don't – I was surprised by two texture, um, as I mentioned at the time, but apparently he thought he wasn't going to get as much playing time as he thought and was going to be second and third fiddle, so he decided to take his talents elsewhere. Ah, it was a mind-boggling decision. Get it, boggling? Mm-hmm. Chris yep, Bogle, that was that's, pretty good. That's, that's, that's the joke. Uh, are you worried, like – is it time to worry, or you think they, they've got a plan? No, no, there's plenty of time for either Wright to announce his return, for more players to come back. Like, there's – yeah. And I also think Keaton Wade is pretty damn good. Your two edges that you're bringing in are playing in All-American games this week. Fearby played in the Under Armour game on Saturday, and Keaton Wade is down at this upcoming uh, weekend's All-American game down in San Antonio. So, yeah, I'm not not too terribly worried. Wade's gonna be such a good player. Yeah, yeah. You you just you can you can see it. Seems like he's just got it all, and and like it's nice having all the tools. But then if you can match it between the years, it's just like whoa, this, this yeah, is yeah. gonna be a gonna be a good player. And everything I read on is his work ethic matches all that stuff. So so that's great. Oh no, the recycling trucks here, and my recycling bin tipped over, and it looked like it blew up just with the way the boxes are everywhere. Oh no. Or is this? Oh, this is. Oh, it's just yard waste. Just yard waste. Don't worry, folks. Man, there's nothing like a panic when you see the yard waste people pull out. They don't take your recycling, and you're like, "Wait, what's wrong with my recycling? Did I have too much? Did I do something wrong? Oh no, no, just yard waste. Okay. First off, I hate that recycling comes every two weeks. Basically, you're asking that. Yeah, you're asking for recycling to just like be out of control if you're only coming twice a month. That's fine. Whatever. you And I've been impressed with the recycling in my area. If I stack up boxes that don't fit in the bin next to it, then they normally pick it up. Well, here it is two weeks ago, Christmas time. I mean, it's Box City, USA out here. Yep. And they did for the first time ever since I've lived here since 2018, they didn't pick up the boxes to the side. And I was like, well, this is pretty devastating because I'm only going to get more boxes in the next two weeks. And you didn't take 90% of the boxes that I had lined up for you right here. So dumb me carries all the boxes back into the garage, put them there. Okay. In two weeks, I'll take them back out there. Now they're back out there with even more. And I have no faith. And also, you know, the weird thing too, I, for mail and trash and recycling, we just try to get around Christmas, just give them a little gift card. It's it's nothing special at all. But we had taped the gift card on the recycling bin and they didn't even take that. <sighs> so that's gone. They're not getting that bad boy. <laughs> no gift for them this year. Did you at and least I, get the uh, the jumbo size bin when they changed it? To yeah. Weeks? Oh my gosh. Could you imagine just a little tiny oh, bin? No, I can't. But the, the, I, I was all for it just to get the jumbo bin. Jumbo bins are where it's at. 
I'm, I like the jumbo bin, but even then for two weeks, it's really not enough. And I guess maybe during our daily double break, I'm going to have to go out there and pick up freaking cardboard boxes in hopes that the, the recycling, the recycling higher powers look favorable on me and take it all away. A, a oh, texture. A texture set. Good, uh, this is good COVID and politics talk. Love it. Always my favorite. Anyone ready to talk about the latest COVID hypocrisy? Governor Newsom in California says that <laughs> of the 45 folks with the Omicron variant, the overwhelming majority have been vaccinated and boosted. Hmm. Now, Fauci states that the vaccinated should be more inclined to wear masks because of the higher rate of infection, even though CNN had a doctor in New York, I believe, say the cloth masks, in fact, don't work. Oh, the carousel continues. Go around and around, and folks still don't see the game they're playing. What do you say, guys? I understand the game that's going on. However, we just did relate relate the newest CDC information. Mm-hmm. If you didn't hear Very that, Ralph, you're going to want to go back and listen to the podcast before our first break there in segment one. Yeah, you do need to listen to our podcast. Uh, it's a great podcast every day, sponsored by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Organic, all-natural CBD. It's a great uh, way to relax. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I can say that it's a pain reliever, but when I'm all, my joints and everything's all achy or I was in a car all day, really helps just wind down. Just use the code BIGX. You get 30% off. It's a steal of a lifetime. Try CBD today in this new year with our friends at Cornbread Hemp. Cornbreadhemp.com. Gotta love some cornbread hemp. Justin, how's sober January going? Uh, it's going. I'm I'm struggling through it, but here we are. We're five days in. I I did weigh myself the first day of the year, so I'm I'm anxious to see how that works out. Oh, nice. Are you That'd gonna be- do any extra exercising? Uh, I've been picking up the exercise a little bit. Uh, I've also yesterday was my first day of the new year. No soda. Had water and tea all day. Pretty Justin. awesome. Justin. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Look Making at you. Some changes. You're getting a box spring. You're not drinking sodas. Yeah, my bed's gonna be here tomorrow. I'm wow. Y'all, y'all don't even understand how much confidence I'm about to have. New this year, new scoots. It yep. really is. I think That's 22 right. is the year of the scoots. I, I, sure. I couldn't see. I, I couldn't see it going any other way. A texture <laughs> says Thayer's slippery slope argument is disingenuous anyway because he doesn't care about health safety of constituents his position is motivated by greed because of his ownership in a bourbon company yeah he's just a clown i mean there's really no other way around it he's just the the, he's a he's a a a petty tyrant which is being thrown around way too much during this whole pandemic but that is a good phrase for thayer oh i know what my my people who voted me in want me to do i don't care not doing it I uh, I appreciated some of the people that were weighing in on Twitter yesterday. Like, oh, like the slippery slope between horse racing gambling and gambling on sports and then just gambling on everything. Like that yeah. slippery slope. He's a total clown. And the, the, the thing that is so mind-numbing to me that I wish just our entire population would get on board with. Stop letting politicians say stupid crap and get away with it. Stop letting like they the fact that people don't have to answer for their idiocracy is baffling to me. Like Thayer, I would love to just debate Damon Thayer, and I have no doubt that he knows so much more about Kentucky politics and this and that and behind the scenes. But I just love to be able to trap him in his hypocrisy of like 
hey, sports ga- sports gambling not allowed, but horse racing is. We can play the lottery, but we can't go to a casino. We can do scratchers, but I can't play blackjack. It just doesn't add up. They have no foot to stand on. So instead, they just don't talk about it. And when yeah. they do, they make stupid comments like that, and then you don't hear from them again. I hope Damon Thayer gets ratioed on every tweet he has for the rest of his time on so- social media. He is a clown. He's a clown. He's bad for the state. He doesn't care about the state. He's not even a – I don't think he's a Kentuckian. I, I know he's from Michigan. Uh, and he needs to go. He needs to go. Mm, suck it, Damon, there. Uh, this one made me laugh out loud when I saw it in real time. No disrespect, but Justin, WTF are you talking about with Rattler? <laughs> yeah, I think I incorrectly stated that he was a Heisman finalist. I got it confused. He was actually – a on the Heisman list at the start of this year, if I'm yes. not mistaken. He's a preseason so. Heisman favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Just to just to mix up of words. Little you words know, it's out. Just words. Yeah. Yeah. Just words. Texter says, love the idea of Sharp getting a few minutes against Georgia, but he won't be eligible. He can't play until the semester starts in, in Jan- on January 10th. Are you so confident about that, Texter? I feel like if you're enrolled in class, like players can work out without classes officially starting. As long as yeah. you've signed all of your financial aid agreement stuff, like I don't, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I, I also don't think that's the case. And also, who's to say that he isn't already potentially enrolled in a second week semester winter, winter you know, yeah, winter session? Right. Um, you know, those things are things we, that we don't know. But anybody that's worried about shade and sharp in chemistry, shade and sharp, if he makes other people mad, no, nope, play him. Play them sooner rather than later. Just add them to the fold, and let's just all have a good time with as many good players as we can get. Kentucky really could have used them yesterday. Ah, really could have. Really could have. Really could use just anybody that could try to penetrate that defense. It, it, it is a good defense, one of the best in college basketball, but Kentucky That's, just could not get inside that stupid three-point line. That that top and dunk was so nice. Gosh, that was. It's a couple – Man, Man, why would you try to jump with Jacob Toppin? What an idiot. What an absolute God. idiot. And no, you know, does I'm sure he's a fine guy, but dumb decision in that moment. And Sharp, uh, he can he can bury some people at the rim too. So you get as many freak athletes as you can, good basketball players, put them out there, and let's see what can what can happen. A texter says, You need to drink better coffee if sugar unlocks the flavor for you. I don't know yeah, really what that I means. Mean, sugar unlocks. I said that the I have to have. I said that I have to have all the sugar if I'm drinking coffee, but I hate coffee. Well, but for me, like a little bit of sugar makes it taste just a lot better. Like it, it just takes a little bit of the bitterness out. And also, I'm just not going to – good coffee can be very expensive. Like a little bag that's like half of the bucket that I buy for $6 is like $20. So, yeah, you know, I'm going to drink the cheap stuff for the most part. Well, how's that treat Mary yourself Poppins? every once in a while. How's the Mary Poppins song go about a little bit of sugar? A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Medicine go down. Hour one, Don of Kentucky. In roll call. Delightful <laughs> we'll be back. Hour two coming up next. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Justin oh, yeah. I would be sad because I got left by a girl that I adore. I Over.
you say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. Ninety-seven. Need a clearer voice there? Whoa. Hey. <laughs> TJ Walker, Nick Ross, <laughs> Justin Kalen on your Wednesday. Text into the Thornton text line 502-414-1450. This hour going to be a healthy dose of Thornton's, which is always a good thing. Your car loves a healthy, healthy dose of Thornton's gasoline right in to itself. And you can save some money yourself when you do it. Treat yourself, treat your car to some nice gas and yourself to some nice savings with the rewards app from Thornton's. Download it, become a refreshing rewards refuel member. You'll save a few cents each and every time. It's free to use. Uh, so all you're doing is just saving money in your own pocket each and every time you fill up. There's Thornton's pretty much everywhere and there's text pretty much everywhere. We'll get to them here in this hour. Uh, we did talk a little bit about the football game last night, LSU and Kansas State. Nobody really cares about it. I will say credit to LSU for playing that game. I'm sure a ton of teams would have just said, nope, can't do it, can't do it, too much. Uh, they played it. They got killed. Brian Kelly had a really awkward halftime interview, or interview during the game. Did you hear that at yeah. all, Ralph? Did he coach? He's from yeah. Boston. You know, they don't, they, aren't, they don't have accents in Boston. What the hell is he talking about? He didn't coach just somebody who was there just watching. Gotcha. Yeah, and he actually said that. Yeah, he you did know, say that. Like, People he said were he couldn't giving me figure. heck for my family and my uh, dancing, but, you know, we're from Boston. We don't have very many accents. It's like, dude, that is the most joked-on accent in all of accents, maybe <laughs> even more so than Southern accents. I would say probably so. I because, would say, like, the Boston yeah. accent, too, it's so – like, you can make it so ridiculous – like you, you can take it to an extreme where it's funny and it's not offensive. Like it's pretty easy to cross a line when doing a southern accent of like just calling people idiots, and it's not funny. Um, but with the Boston accent, like pot the cod and have it yad, you know, like you, you can do that crap all day, and it's just uh, good old Boston, nah, good Boston, old Boston. Ma- Boston, Massachusetts. Um, this actually could be helpful to some of our Louisville listeners. There is an, if you're coming from Oldham County to downtown on 71, there's an accident uh, after US 42. So it looks really, really backed up. Not so as backed go. up as I 95 was yesterday. Maybe, maybe go somewhere else. Yeah, I saw a lot of people. What happened? Was it snow related? 11 inches of snow pretty quickly. Whoa. Um, and I think there was a wreck and then it just accumulated, you know? My goodness. So, yeah, pretty pretty rough. Pretty rough. That's that's no good. We're going to get uh, maybe some snow on Thursday. I, don't, I, I still – I've seen people say Louisville may get an inch or two, and I've yeah. seen some people say it's going to be south of Louisville, southeast of Louisville, and it's going to hit uh, central and eastern Kentucky more than it's going to Correct. get the, the northern part. So I'm not yeah. sure exactly if we – and it's going to be Thursday night too, so it's not going to be when you wake up on Thursday, although when you do wake up Thursday, it's probably going to be colder than you know what. Right. Really cold weather coming in the next few days. Yeah, gotta get a uh, walk. Walk the dog today. Um, gotta take the baby in the stroller because it's gonna be pretty miserable uh, moving forward. Yeah, it's it, for at least for at least I think through the weekend it's gonna be pretty chilly. So get 
get your things done outside that you need to get done today. It's probably going to be windy. And then the next couple of days, the weather, my goodness gracious. All right, let's get back to this Thornton's text line. Cause there's like a bajillion of them. A bajillion texts. Oh, wow. You people are too kind. 502-414-1450 is how you get in to the show. And I just keep scrolling up. Get in it to win it. Honestly, though, someone should tell Nick that throwing your trash on the floor and saying things like, that's why housekeepers have a job, isn't a good look. I mean, but like that's like how I used to operate as an adult. And it wasn't throw it on the floor. You just left it out. Like, you drink your beer, and then the bottle would just sit there. Like That's what we did in college, and, uh, you know, I was a gross human being. But I've, I've matured. I'm not I, disappointed to hear that you didn't tip. Yeah, well, I didn't have any cash. I, I was shorthanded. Justin, does I every hotel... I have cash on me, but I did not. Justin, does every hotel lobby have an ATM? They do, yeah. Absolutely, every single one. So what would you say to Roush's no cash comment? Probably go to the ATM and spend about $5 in ATM charges. Yeah, and then yeah. Tip that, the that, that, see, that's, that's where you got me. Can I... I I've never really been bothered by ATM charges. Oh, like, yes, if I'm, I'm I can get super to, bothered by them. If I can get to a bank, if I can get to my bank, yes, I would prefer to do that. But I've never really been all that bothered by, like, if I have to get cash out, paying an extra 250 because just think of all the stupid stuff we waste money on. That's like, true. That's you know, true. if I have to pay to get out some money, whatever. And then if I have to pay a fee, I always end up getting more money, so I feel like I'm getting more bang for my buck. Well, I live between like three ATMs. So like like for my own bank, like they're freaking everywhere, these PNC ones. But I just it, it's one of those things. <clears throat> gosh, I keep getting having to clear my throat. Uh, you know, it just didn't it didn't cross my mind until the time it was time to leave. And I was like, damn it, I didn't get cash out. That happens. My bad housekeepers. My bad. I, I used to be a PNC -er. Always enjoyed that there was just PNC ATMs like every other block. Yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. Kind of nice. <laughs> a texter says, appreciated the Damon Thayer rant. He also owns a bourbon company. Yeah, I, like I said, it's just it, like, hey, Damon, what happens Second. if you drink a big glass of bourbon? Well, you'd get drunk. Why is that mind-altering substance? Hmm the tourism staple of our state but something else that can help veterans cancer patients people with terminal illness wow he damon thayer hates cancer patients and veterans if 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 they could just be able to easily relax a little bit more you're telling them they cannot cuz it's a slipper it's it's too dangerous for them you know, you're, as you much as we idiot. love, you're an idiot. As much as we put bourbon on a pedestal in the state, we could do the same with pot. Oh we yeah, would, we would be the pot Didn't capital we? of the world, like the bluegrass, so greengrass state. California. Yeah, exactly. Like, like famous Kentucky, good, good blue, blue. We'd be rolling in it, but suck it, Damon Thayer, a texter. Oh, oh, and also same with same with sports. You know, like horse racing. Ah, horse racing, capital of the world. Come on in, baby. You don't think there's an appetite for just sports gambling? That like you're seeing Illinois just rolling money, Indiana rolling money, just so mm. dumb. I mean, it so is dumb. so dumb. It's it's hard. To, it's really like a Parks and Rec episode. Yep. Texture says, "Ain't no stopping a hopping topping." Once again, just so dumb. Why would you ever jump with Jacob Toppin? God, so dumb. 
It's halftime, so I'm going to sneak in this maybe controversial take-in. While both are good, the Salt Rita St. Matthews is largely superior to the Middletown. So I haven't oh, been wow. to the I've been in the Middletown probably three times, and I haven't had anything bad to say about the Middletown one. But the St. Matthews is my home one. It's the one I go to 99 of the time when going to Salt Rita's. It's newly renovated too. Very nice. Oh, it's super nice. The Middletown one has a drive-through, which is very convenient as well. Um, makes it super easy and gosh salsarita is easy as their name because you can download the app you can order on the app they'll deliver it to you you could order it on the app and it'll be waiting for you the second that you get into the door they they are just customer friendly at salsaritas that's a good business model more folks should do it and it's delicious too which is another Mm -hmm. pretty good business model serving up delicious food to their customers whether it be at st matthews or middletown this texture prefers st matthews i know a few folks that live out further in the east end that love just getting to roll through that drive-through and be in and out in two minutes either way salsaritas it's great i'm a middletown man wow what's your go-to justin at Salsaritas? Yes. Yes. Mild uh, salsa. Bur- uh, burrito bowls. Can't go wrong. Mm. Burrito bowls. Not a burrito yeah. guy. I, I like I, – I will occasionally mix a burrito in, but just I, – I, I would like to have a reason and an excuse to eat the chips. Therefore, I get the burrito bowl, so I dip the chips in the bowl. Yeah, it's a good call. Very yeah. good call. Just they're a little fragile, so you got to be careful on how much you know you can scoop. Correct. It's a fun game to play. Fun game to play. Are there still any burritos bigger than your heads in Louisville? Uh, I think they are, but they don't advertise anymore. So we don't get the great commercials. Do you remember that one? Uh, it was in the I never went there. But yeah, it was in the Highlands. I never went there. Just would drive past it and say, oh, burritos as big as your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was same, that was the same with me. <laughs> My family and cousins and stuff, they'd love that place. But that was like when I... I was strictly on a chicken tender chicken nugget yeah, diet yeah. at like an eight year old. Right, right. Like Mexican food, kind of. You know, I was I wasn't ready to adventure were, that far. You were spooked by it. It, it happens for young I kids. Uh, there is a place though that's similar that has a similar philosophy by U of L's campus. That my brother in law, whenever he comes into town, we usually stop in there to get the like it. it, the, it they'll put like French fries in it and stuff. You know, it's one of those kind of places. That they get really crazy with their burrito choices. What do you all think the biggest like? What do you think the biggest burrito you all have ever eaten is? I, I don't think I've been anywhere special that like did exclusively ginormous burritos or anything like that. Generally, that's kind of a turnoff for me. But man, there was probably some college nights at UK Roush where I'd get a breakfast burrito and just be like, keep stuffing it, keep stuffing it, keep stuffing it, and it'd be as big. I mean, it really probably would get as big as like my foot. And I'm about 11, 11 and a half. It's a footerito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Texture says, I'm sitting this around the eight-minute mark in the second half, and these last few minutes have been so poorly officiated. John Higgins is laughing. Suck it to all the referees everywhere in every sport on earth. You're overly sensitive pricks. I, I just uh, – I don't get out so bad in college basketball. Not that there's not mistakes at other levels, and maybe I just – you know, I don't I don't see as much high school in AAU. But back in the day, Roush, when I was at those AAU tournaments, like, you know, several times a year – I swear EYBL games were called better. Adidas grassroots games were called better than college basketball. Now, I don't get to see enough of it anymore to know maybe just college officials suck everywhere or maybe basketball officials suck everywhere. And there are some hard parts of the game that you do have to call, but you would think if you're getting paid that much money at the college level, you'd be better at your job. You would think. 
But all, but all well, I mean, we just got to get used to it. It's been this way forever. I mean, not yeah, forever. And, and you could see it coming a mile away, too. Like yes. it was, it was, and I just had to just got to clench your teeth and bear it. You really, I mean, it's just, gosh, there are times where I'm just like, I wish I could give up college basketball because this is so hard to watch, but I'm never going to. So I may as well just shut up about it. Conspiracy theory Will, Wheeler milked the injury so he doesn't have to play against Georgia. That's a bad conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad one. Well, like he would, you would think he would want to play against Georgia. Like yeah, and also like Kentucky's gonna kill. It. It's not like he's gonna stick it to Georgia. Everybody's sticking it to Georgia. It's Georgia. <laughs> oh, Ten years ago, I thought Jay Billis was one of the best. Now he's just terrible, and seems like he is going through the motions. I mean, uh, in in, uh, in the grand scheme of things, too, he wasn't that uh, intolerable last night. Have you noticed too that ESPN they just quit doing sideline reporters? They're like, eh, we don't need to pay him anymore, so we're just not going to. Yeah, they're, they, they've mailed in basketball coverage. Yeah. I was just surprised they sent anybody to the game. They've been doing so many from home. Well, even their halftime broadcast, they had some people like on Zooms. Which like, that was that was so weird, having yeah. just a big face in the middle of the... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's that guy's name again? I forget. I forgot who it was, too. But I was just like, you can't, like, just keep it to the people in the studio. Let Seth Greenberg talk <laughs> yeah, forever. We're, fi- we're fine with two people. We don't need three. Like, you're paying him to just... Yeah. Also, this is uh, uh, my biggest ESPN bugaboo now. And I notice it like because I was hearing Tim Legler on SportsCenter in the other room just screaming on a Zoom. Why did every, like, when did they tell people, okay, in order to punch it and to really make your point, you have to scream? Like Dan Orlovsky and Ryan Clark, all their NFL guys, to win in the National. Like they have to, you do not have to scream to be able to punch and like hit your points. But for whatever reason, maybe it's because they're in those big rooms. So like in order to feel like maybe you just have feel like you have to scream, but it is such bad television. Maybe Stephen A. Smith has just ruined everybody. God, it's so bad. I agree with you. A texter 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line says, I will never understand what Cal sees when he puts in a lineup of Keon, Hopkins, and Oscar. He has to see it fail whenever he goes back and watches the film. Well, I think Hopkins and Brooks are more versatile than we've seen. Now you could say, what the hell does that mean, TJ? What we've seen that it's 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 not my favorite lineup either. But I think in a perfect world, Hopkins is going to be like a Lyle slasher type of role, like Trey Lyle slasher type of role in 2015. And then Brooks is like a stretch four. This is not this is not a great comparison by any stretch of the imagination, but for all intents and purposes, like a Kyle Wilcher, just float. So if you got a slasher and you got a big that can stretch the floor and float, then he thinks it works better. It doesn't. It's not my favorite lineup in the world. Um, I thought folks were being a little too hard on Hopkins. He did have a he did have, you know those turnovers in the stretch weren't a great look, but at least he was trying to be aggressive. I wouldn't have mind seeing a little bit more of him in the second half. To be honest with you, you could just tell that. That was a game that was just a little too big for him right now. Uh, but you you do need to give him a chance. And when you're that shorthanded, it's not going to hurt anything. And I got I didn't mind those minutes for him. I thought Lance Ware's minutes were pretty decent too. He for as much criticism as he's going to surely get on this text line, there was like a couple times where he got past the ball with three guys around him. It's like you can't you can't do anything but turn the ball over in that situation. Just shoot it, guard who's right there. Like just shoot yeah, sometimes- the ball. I will say sometimes this team is too unselfish. And I'll also say this, another thing about what I noticed last night, is 
I like this team. Going to be a good team. I feel like the shooters are almost divas in the sense that if they don't get the pass exactly when they're expecting it, their whole rhythm and routine is just – it's it's gone. It's like they, they're not going to make the shot if they take it, and most likely they're not even going to attempt to take the shot because they feel like the moment has passed. They're very picky with when they have to get the ball. Like there's a few times where the pass was just like a split second too late for Grady in the first half, and you could tell that he was just totally thrown off. Like just totally thrown off with like, okay, let's let's kick it back out and try it again because that's not it for me. So sometimes I wish that they could just still overcut, you know, just shoot it and not worry that it wasn't exactly – the pass wasn't where they were anticipating. It was a little high. It was a little low uh, and still be able to overcome that. And then sometimes I feel like they're just some a little too unselfish. Like let it rip. You were a great offensive rebounding yeah. team. You know, if if – if you if Mince, if you feel like you're in a good spot to let it go, then let it go. And I feel like Kentucky's going to be able to have a decent chance at a rebound potentially. Uh, they were passing up some shots there that I, I did not love. Honest question: Did anyone know Lance Ware was left-handed till those free throws? <laughs> and after those free throws, is he sure he is left-handed? He is tried he to he tried to bank one of his free throws in. You can't convince me otherwise. And if you're ever trying to do that, you just need to go back to the drawing board for free throws. Oh man. One of my friends is so good at basketball that he, he, he can like just like to show off banking a free throw. And it's like, you jerk. Like that is so hard to do. <laughs> you're just a jerk. But it, seriously, also, though, is, is Lance, is Lance left-handed? I'm pretty sure he is, but now I'm like wondering, now I'm nervous. I'm, I thought he was, but now I'm not hundred percent sure. <laughs> trying to watch, trying to like re- replicate his free throw. I think he, I'm, I'm, I think the, the texture is correct, but I think he's also correct as Lance Ware. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't understand Cal's coaching decisions. Why is Ty Ty in the game when he was clearly hurt, especially in a physical game like this? I that's mean, a, that's a totally fair point. I think it was just they were probably trusting Ty Ty. Ty Ty was saying, I'm good. I feel good. I can go in there and do it. But like, it, it took two seconds to see that he, he was going to be more of a hindrance than a help. Well, then you had – there was a substitution after that. Toppin came in, and we were, you were like, oh, okay, Ty Ty is going to come out. But he didn't take Ty Ty out. I know. I know. It was, I, it was I the was wildest surprised. thing. I was surprised about that too. It's got to be just they said – Ty Ty said, I'm good, I'm good. And, you know, credit to him for battling, and, and he's going to be fine. But, yeah, it that wasn't going to work. Not at all. Kirby's – Kirby, we've got two texts from him. Oh, Kirby, actually, no, sorry. Kirby sent in like a million texts. Kirby, we love you. A lot of texts. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have, what the hell was Oscar thinking throwing a bullet to no one with 16 <laughs> seconds left? I hate losing. Yeah, the the problem with playing fast, sometimes you play too fast for your own good. And he was just like, oh my gosh, I got the steal. Get it out of my hands. Let's go. And he just, he panicked. He did not need to. There was plenty of time, um, but... It, I guess you can just say it happens. It's frustrating and it happens. Um, a, a texture said, oh, Kirby says, scary scene, hopefully not a concussion. Nothing wrong with the pick. All just came out of Billis's mouth within two minutes. Gotta love Jay. Well, I, at, at first he, I, he would never in a million years say this. I, it seemed like he was kind of insinuating that like Wheeler needed to get up. Maybe that's me taking some liberties, but it was almost like, oh yeah, great screen, perfect, good screen. What you gotta, you gotta finish the play. And Jay gets on my nerves, but I think part of it's just Jay Billis fatigue. Yeah, no, I think that's a big part of it too, it because they don't, they, they don't. Unlike college football, where we have like people get promoted and they move up, 
and there's kind of you keep things pretty fresh aside from that SEC Saturday night special crew. Uh like college basketball, it's the same it's the same folks. They've been doing it forever and they aren't really bringing new guys in, new talent that you think, "Oh, well this guy's good." It's just not not a part of their repertoire. It is not. Kirby, not a good start early, boys. We looked overwhelmed. Keon is back to beta. Keon Hopkins is shook to the core. Grady and Ty Ty can't get looks. Time to hop on the Pelotron and pray for the best. Um, didn't work out for us, Kirby, mm. unfortunately. But yeah, I, I feel like folks and Roush saying that, like, you know, you thought that maybe the moment was too big for Hopkins. Maybe I could be wrong about that, but he made an aggressive play. He got by a guy, he was able to get to the elbow, and then he just needs to give the ball up. And LS, credit to LSU, they're a good defensive team. They're very long. They're good at poking the ball away. And and Hopkins needs to know when you make one good play, you got around your guy. All right, you got to be ready to move. You got to be ready to kick it. You got to be ready to shoot. You got to be ready to do something. Instead, he held on the ball, turned it over, fell down, tripped up. You know, did all the did all the wrong things after making a good play. Um, but I really would have liked to see what he could have done in the second half. Did he not even get in in the second half at all? I could be wrong about that, but I don't remember him being in. Uh, I don't believe, yeah. And it, you know, there's zero. No, okay. Yeah, zero there's minutes no in the second half. Yeah, there's no. Oh, also, I love ESPN. If you, you know, they have the highlights of like the game. Oh, yeah. Opie Toppin's brother throws down a dunk. Oh, my God. Seriously? Obi is Jacob's brother, you dinguses. Gosh. Oh, I, I have confirmation. Lance Ware is, in fact, left handed. Okay. I thought he was, but I had to start doing I, some second guessing. I had no idea. Just the lefties make it look so pretty, you know? <laughs> um, heads up, refs weren't sure what to call there. An obvious block. Yeah, um, they, they, if they would have had it their way, they would have taken about 35 minutes and talked it over. Kirby said, last one, sorry for the rage text, but I forgot how pitiful SEC officials are. Inconsistent, insert themselves, and then act oblivious. This has Cal getting thrown out feel. Oh, he says, saw that. It never ended up happening, though. Okay, I'm back. The officials just made the worst call against Oscar I've ever seen in my life. How the bleep could a ball travel out of bounds like that, <laughs> out of his hands like that, and go out of bounds? And the fact that, like, it, I mean, it's just – it defies logic, and there's three of you all, and not one could see that. Not one person on the – you guys are on the freaking court. You don't You're need to be a court. physics major to realize that the ball just can't travel in that path without <laughs> somebody else hitting it. You just, it, it would have been the worst pass in the history of throws. I mean, and then, of course, Oscar did make a pretty bad one later in the game. <laughs> but, like, it would have just been like, hey – you at the scores table. I'm in transition. My guy's down on the perimeter. Let me just throw it backwards to you. What? <laughs> what? It was it was oh, silly. it was man. very silly, Kirby. But you know, not not as funny in the moment. Uh, Kirby, okay, or Kirby. These announcers takes are wild. Gritty, tough win by LSU. Oh yeah, that's a good one, Kirby. LOL. They beat a team with two of their four best players out barely at home. Yeah, they, I I agree with you. I just appreciate that he said sorry for the rage text last one and then sent two more. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, That's what the Thornton sex line's for, Kirby. Cal goes on the road and loses his mind more often than not, completely loses control of his offense. Remember the documentary that was made and Cal said fans hate us because we come to your town and beat your team. Well, since then, Cal's record is about 2 and 174 in road games against ranked opponents. It's to the point where Kentucky goes on the road against ranked team. I'm expecting a loss. And it should never be that way with Kentucky basketball. In fact, it should be the other way around. Man, that is a high standard. Like, 
I expect Kentucky to win when it goes on the road against a ranked team. It's like, yeah. The expectation should be Kentucky wins the significant amount of their basketball games. Home, away, neutral, NCAA tournament. But this notion of Kentucky never losing isn't realistic. It's not reality. Uh, Kentucky's been playing college basketball for 122 years or 23 years, however long it's been nowadays. Uh, and they've only brought home the hardware eight times out of that stretch, um, which makes not for a great percentage. My only thing to this, but I do think the expectation for Kentucky fans should be you win. You, you go on the road in the SEC and you should win. That doesn't mean you win every single game. But my only issue with this whole thought is you have got to put in the context that they lost their leader, the nation's leader in assists, 20 seconds into the game, two minutes into the game, however long it was. And he had already had an assist, a beautiful play on the first possession to get Ty Ty a wide open three. I have no doubt in my mind, if Wheeler doesn't get hurt, Kentucky wins that game. Maybe going away. Maybe going away. That was the one player Kentucky couldn't lose that early on, him or Oscar like in terms of an injury, and then end up losing both because Oscar picks up a second foul and Cal sits his butt on the bench for the remainder of the you know, the 15 minutes or however long it was. So you just have to use a little context in this stuff. I hate losing more than you all do, I promise you. But you just have to use common sense. Kentucky was without sig- significant contributors for pretty much the whole game, whether it was foul trouble with Oscar or injuries with Wheeler or the injury with Tata. Just use a little common sense in terms of your outrage. A little. A little. Just That's a all little. it takes. Yeah. Calipari not calling we a timeout. We do have to. Or go on, sorry. I was just going to say, it. yeah, we just have to. When you lose your point guard, there is some. Okay. He's third in the nation in assists. That would have been nice to have on an SEC road game against the best defense in America. So, but hey. We're here to vent some. Today we're going to vent, and we are going to move on eventually. Um, and as this texter said, Cal Perry not calling a timeout there at the end is just terrible coaching. I know he's the type to let them play, but Jesus Christ, anyone. He's not the type brain. to let him play. He's done, he's done it both ways. He, you can see he, how hectic those last 30 seconds were. So frustrating. He easily could have drawn up something and settled things down. He chose not to. Um, there was a point, too. Um, he, he, could, he couldn't – the 30 seconds, what are you talking about? Yeah, he, I don't think there was enough time for him to call. The only like Oscar real, had the ball quickly. He would have had to call a timeout after the made dunk. I exactly. Think. And, if you wanted – and then Kentucky's down three and – You'd have to go what? full court still. LSU would probably <laughs> press you. I think if he was going to call one, he would have once they got to like half court, but I don't think they ever did. Well, Mintz got it poked away from him. And again, because Mintz isn't a point guard, you all. He's not a point guard. He got the ball poked away from him. It was a nice play by the LSU dude, to be honest with you. Somebody did pull up a a clip of Cal trying to call a timeout when Mintz hit the shot to pull it within two or three. But that was a little bit, you know, that that, a lot happened. Yeah. Yeah. A lot happened after that. Yeah. The only time, the only fair criticism is after the Oscar throwaway dunk if you wanted to take a time out there to say listen there's 14 seconds left we're down three here's what we're gonna do that's fine roush could be right that they were maybe waiting to midcourt to do that you never got to midcourt because the ball got poked away before then and i would have been and then secondly again you have to take into consideration that kentucky 
came back by getting LSU in transition. So naturally, if you need three points, 14 seconds left, maybe we get LSU in transition. Also, I'll uh, when Kentucky, what was it? Kentucky was down three with 40 seconds left. I do wish they would have tried to hurry up, score, so they wouldn't have to foul. It ended up not mattering, you know. But, like, that's a two-for-one situation. And Kentucky just took their sweet time. Now, Mintz ended up getting that layup, so it worked out, I guess. But then you had to foul, and then, you know, it all unfolded the way that you did. But with those 45 seconds left, I was like, all right, you got to go try to get a shot quick and see what you can, you know, go go that way. Uh, they took too much time, but that's just being picky. That's being nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Texter says, please do a Twitter space after every game. Much better than Mike Pratt interviewing some random player and telling him what he did right, followed by the SEC scoreboard. <laughs> well, oh, I, Big Blue, Drew, and I have been talking about wanting to kind of do one after a game. And sure enough, I think last night was a good time because I think a lot of folks just needed to vent and talk about it. So, um, of course, I was like, yeah, I'll do this again. This was fun. And Big Blue, Drew, was like, yeah, I may do one myself. This was fun. Oh, Wow. It really hurt my feelings. Wow. Really stepping on your toes there. Twitter spaces. No, Twitter spaces cool. are nice, though. They're pretty easy once you get the hang of it. Um, it's just the, the act of getting the, the hang of it. Let's go to our last break. Sound good to you? It sounds good to me. <laughs> This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. Suck it, Scooter. Yeah, suck it, Scoots. Ask me about Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here. One final We go seven to nine Monday through Friday. Make KRC part of your morning routine. If you can't listen in the mornings, then you're probably listening on podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. And we're appreciative when you do that and listen to us however you can. And replay of the show goes from 9 to 11 here on Big X Sports Radio. And then, Justin, it's a lot of great programming on the Big X after our replay gets finished. Absolutely. You've got the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. You've got Beers with Spears. Actually, Spears on Sports at noon. And then, of course, the Mike Rutherford Show from 3 to 6. Mm-hmm. Great Hopefully lineup. Barkley, Van Camp, and Robbins from 1 to 3. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought... You know, I didn't know whether to mention them or not because they offended that texter so bad. I did. I just. I didn't want. Oh, to. I just like that they thought it was just like a local show on the Big X. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, so a ton of great programming, and then I don't know. Is that feel like Big X is home to like a million different teams, college sports? Is there any Purdue or IU games tonight? Purdue played the other night, so Indiana plays tomorrow night. But we also cover Western. We've got high school sports. There's no Always better place than the Big X, and there's no better. And if you're ever like, hey, I think my business could use the Big X boost, no better time to do it with March Madness around the corner. I promise you, numbers, we, we get to see all this stuff. 
it starts heating up in February and then March. My goodness gracious. So that starts scalding hot. Yeah. So so join us. One of us. One of us. Google gobble. Google gobble. Get back to the Thornton text line. Well, Tonight would have been it. good to have Sharp. I miss Sharp, yeah. by the way. I'm not overly, I'm not overly yeah, concerned about that game, mostly because I don't know quite what to make of it, but I am worried about late-game execution in tight games. Seem to really freak out down the stretch, and I think that's what that's another side effect of not having your you know, uh, point guard in there. And I, like, I feel like I'm I, I hate that that's, the, that's like the out for a lot of things, but like it, it's the truth, you know? It's the same thing with like, hey, your team is good if they make shots. Like that. It, it's very dumb. It sounds very dumb to say, but it, that's how it, it's just the way it is. But is it the truth that this team folded down the stretch when they were dead to rights and had the ball with a chance to take the lead? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they didn't fold down the stretch. They, they pumped their chest out and came back when, it, when LSU fans were leaving the freaking building because they thought the game was wrapped up with two minutes to go. And they, you blinked, and Kentucky came back and fought hard. We just hate the way the final 15 seconds ended because it was such a disaster. It literally could not have gone. Right when it couldn't have gone better, it went as far south as south gets. More south than Key West? Even further. You got to go wow. down to Cuba. Oh, wow. Cuba good. Uh, listening to your spaces, Walker, I love the idea of getting Hopkins time, but it's hard to do when he turns the ball over a couple times as soon as he gets in the game. Oscar's more worried about rebounding than guarding the three. I think that's in reference to Oscar leaving his man. I, I don't think that's it because he was guarding a guard out on the perimeter. Like he just, he, he was still the same length away from the rim. He just was, he was cheating over and shading over and leaving his guy that was five feet, six feet away from him wide open. So it wasn't like he was just turning his back to the perimeter and running down to the glass. Um, he just was leaving his man wide open. Uh, so I, I don't know if I totally agree that he's more worried about getting rebounds. And then Hopkins, the turnovers were unfortunate, but I like the plays he made before the turnovers. I think he should have gotten more of a chance. But, you know, what I, Cal could Stop. say, listen, I gave you a chance and you turned the ball over, dude. You know, you made nice plays, but at the end of the day, a turnover is a turnover. So Same, um, same thing with Allen, who three minutes, two fouls, like in a heartbeat. He can't, I mean, you, see was, him get, and you see him get juked out of the shoes. Did you see, it was yeah. really subtle. It ended up not mattering, I don't think. But he was guarding, I think, Pinson. He got switched on to Pinson for two seconds. And Pinson just did the most simple little, like, shimmy shake, and Allen got crossed. Yep. He's a really got bad Got crossed. Player. I like Allen. think he could be a nice college basketball player someday. But goodness gracious, he just needs to work on lateral quickness and literally nothing else. Don't shoot a basketball for two months and just work on lateral quickness, dude. Oh, man, there's so many texts in here. Uh, yeah, there's no chance we're getting all these. We ha we have a lot of ref complaints here, uh, so I'll just I'll bang out these really quick. Yeah, SEC right. refs got the memo that they called too many fouls last year. They're letting blatant stuff go early, including Oscar pushing the back on a dunk attempt and the LSU guy walking into the screen on Wheeler. Incompetent officiating on the out of bounds call gives two points to LSU. Sure, that won't matter later on. <laughs> Horrible call for Oscar's second after they missed a travel call in the past. I'll do that all night. LSU is not good. Um, we should be winning this game with or without Wheeler. L, I mean, LSU is good. I, I, I still think Kentucky is significantly better. And I th and I think they probably should have won that game without Wheeler. When Washington went down, I I was like, okay, that's probably it. You, yeah. have, you, you have no you have no none of your point guards anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, I know I, we do this every way, game. 
or sorry, I agree with all the text about the officiating. Sorry, go ahead. Here, here's one more. I know we do this every game, but this officiating is such a joke. What are we supposed to do? Yeah, it's tough sledding. Uh, Ty Ty was getting fouled the entire way down the floor. No call. I took a picture also late in the game. Kentucky was going for a rebound, and this LSU guy just has his hand on Oscar's back. No call there as well. I, I thought about tweeting it, didn't do it, whatever. Uh, there's We understand there's going to be missed calls. It's just frustrating when there's just so many inconsistent and terrible calls. And they went against, some went against LSU too. Kentucky shot more free throws than LSU. Some did go against LSU. Yep. That doesn't change – like that, that doesn't make me feel better, you know? Like I, I just want to not even know the officials are there. Is that so right. much to ask? Apparently so. It is. Uh, our guards were 2 of 19 from the field in the first half, and yet we were only trailing by five. That's crazy. It is. And, you know, that's like when can, you were just down Wheeler, who's not a shooter. That's the crazy thing. Like, yeah. it's not like you can say Wheeler. Well, I guess you could say Wheeler creates open shots for those guys. Wheeler's important to this team. If last night didn't tell you that much, now you know. If you don't know, this is going to be a brutal loss. I, I think I read that one already. Super annoying loss given the circumstances, but I learned basically nothing about this team long term that I didn't already know. I think you saw some fight in this team. I think this, again, I, I think they're going to learn from this loss. Whatever. I'm sick of losing. I hate losing, but we'll be fine, you all. I promise we'll be fine. Roush, what are you talking about? The tweet about Cal not getting Grady and Oscar looks. That's what we did in the second half until we lost our second point guard of the game. Were you watching a different game? No, I talked about it in the first half. It's just, uh, or in the first hour of the show, you can listen to that podcast brought to you by our friends at Cornbread Hemp. But I, uh, yeah, I, I, I just meant like, you know, stuff that's a little bit more than the stuff that I know. I just, I want to be baffled at how these get these guys that wide open. That's all. Especially says, during those difficult stretches. Oh, imagine going eight of eight in a teaser and losing game nine because you knew Vandy couldn't win an SEC game. But then they did, and you literally would have had to put money on Vandy winning an SEC game to cover. Gosh, I hate how much I enjoyed gambling. <laughs> That's gambling, baby. Oh, and you can't do oh, it in this state, says Thayer. Man, doing an, an, an eight-game teaser, too, on college basketball. That sounds like hell on earth. I cannot... College basketball gives me so much anxiety gambling. And that's one thing that was tough, too. Once the game was over, I think that there was at least one more bowl game. It's like, man, now what do I watch? Like, spent all of December watching either bowl games or Christmas stuff. Now, I guess it's just college basketball. I turned on Seinfeld. Like, okay, there's, there's something. But, man, it's weird. It is weird. A texter says, true colors come out when dealt with adversity. Cal, back to the three big lineup that has never won us anything. I mean, I think it won, you know, a national championship or two. Well, it wasn't. I mean, you could say that wasn't a three-big lineup he played. But you look at that national championship team and, oh, goodness gracious. Could you – I mean, Marcus Teague, not a great three-point shooter. No. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, terrible three-point shooter. Terrence yep. Jones, solid three-point shooter. Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. I don't – I think he took one three during his career at Kentucky. <gasps> You've only got one and a half good shooters out there in the starting lineup? Ah! And it helped mm. off the bench. You had Darius Miller, great shooter. Kyle Wilcher, great shooter. This team's got shooters. Let's all just yeah. They just, just they 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 weren't makers last night. Am I right? They weren't makers last night. Nope, no thon makers. Twenty three and twenty five against top twenty five since two thousand fifteen. Since when sub five hundred acceptable at UK? One and eight in our last nine. Horrible. Oh, you're saying last year wasn't a good season, Texter? <laughs> what? 
Yeah, it has been pretty bad though. Like the only two top twenty-five teams you've lost to this year, and the only two road games you've lost this year. So like that, it's, it's just it's tough right now. You wanted last night to be a game where you turn the corner, yeah. and then you just don't have your point guards for this most notion. Of also, that like UK is just taking this huge step backwards since 2015. 2016, not a great year. That was unfortunate. Uh, Dakari Johnson really threw off everything there. 2017, that was the won first the title, or second best team in the country. You just played it. I mean, that's just the tournament. It yeah. absolutely sucks. 18 was not a great team. It was a little frustrating and not Cal's best coaching job either. Uh, so 18 and 18 and 16, I get it. 19, good enough team to win the championship. Just your best player came up a little short uh, in an overtime game against a team that you had already clobbered several times that season. 2020 was good enough to win a championship. Pandemic happened. That sucked for every single person. And then 2021, complete and total disaster. Unacceptable. So – in the first stretch, you had one bad season in 13. In the second stretch, you've had one terrible season and two that probably were a little below UK expectations, all things considered. However, both those teams that were quote-unquote below UK expectations won the SEC tournament and were four seeds. So, you know, is that the end of the world? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, a texture. The Thornton's text on says, when you don't have the players to make your life easier, you have to do it with scheme. Playing three bigs together allowed USO, LSU to go on a 20-4 to four run, 20-2. to two. Should have played Mintz, Grady, Allen, Top, and Oscar to provide four spacing. They were doubling Oscar, so play off him once you get that advantage. Yeah, but when you're when the other team's kind of scoring at will, do you want Dante Allen in the game? Like that that's the that's the tough thing. It's the tough, tough game you play. Uh oh, do we lose Roush? No, I was talking. Did, yeah, did, I had him the whole time. Well, you we cut off at the end of, time. is that the thing? And then it just stopped. No, no, we just, you we, you lost us. Suck it, Walker. Well, after your debacle yesterday, I guess you never really know for sure. <laughs> a texter says, Matt on the post game said he rewinded and Cal wasn't calling for a timeout, wasn't even facing the refs. I just did the same. He's right. Cal's a liar. What a joke. Listen to yourself, dude. When 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 did Cal say he was calling for a timeout? Yeah, he when wasn't Oscar very got specific. The ball? He wasn't very specific. He said he it, just tried to call a timeout at some point. When Oscar had the ball, when he threw it after the dunk, when specifically? And who cares? Yeah. Like who, who who's to say if you call a magical timeout that everything's better and Kentucky wins the game? And who's to say if you don't play in transition and Oscar doesn't throw the ball away, you don't win right there? It's just it's it's just taking 50-50 decisions and when they don't work it's saying well coaching's a, a problem. But yet when they do work everybody just shuts up. P and the and the people in the media need to be better about like narratives that they're that they're giving to the masses. Uh speaking of narratives to the masses, do you see Vince Merrill's going to get a contract extension? Thank God this wasn't long drawn out drama this go around, you know. I don't think it was going to be, but uh, yeah, and, and you kind of expected when you're going to get a bigger assistant salary pool that your big three are going to get extensions. The first two, 1.4 for Brad White, 1.1 for Liam Cohen. I bet you that Vince is like either on par with Cohen or just 1 million. Um, I could give Mitch a big kiss on his teetotaler mouth. Thank you, Mitch, for doing this. That's what UK football needs. Pay the good staff members top dollar. All of them. 
Brad, Liam, Vince, right? Like you got to, Roush. Yep. If this is what we want UK football to do, you got to pay up. And Mitch is doing it. And thank you to Mitch. Thank you to Mitch for the commitment made to the UK football program. UK now go football. Give him a big kiss. Oh, did you see every like you see Locke trying to diminish UK yesterday again? Oh, they, they have mean... such a. If you're a U of L fan, I would I would stop trying to minimize UK's success and instead say we need to get back to competitiveness with them because guess what that means if you do? It means you're the second best team in the ACC. If you can get to Kentucky's level, you don't try to bring Kentucky back down to you. That's not going to do anything for anybody. You're still going to suck eggs. But if you can get back up to Kentucky's level, you're going to be the second best program in the ACC. That's pretty damn good, U of L. So instead, I'd say, hey, UK's doing really well. We need to try to match that. Let's get back to it. Let's make this rivalry competitive again. They're so, it's so simple, Roush. It's so simple and so bad. So embarrassing. A texture says, uh, or yeah, I don't know. Tough loss with a chance to win down the stretch. Obviously, not having Wheeler and Washington hurt. Put us at a severe disadvantage. Throw it in the disaster at the free throw line. And UK was pretty lucky to have a chance. By the way, I see why LSU is good at defense. They follow the Patino defensive <laughs> style of bumping and holding because the officials can't call them all. Yeah, Great they pass. did it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They play really yeah. aggressive at home. They know they can't get a foul called them every single time. And uh, it, it's, I like LSU's roster buildup. They just need like one or two more scores. Yeah. Losing, um, I forget who that score was last year. Cam, Cam, what's his name? Oh, the guy that just exploded. Like, Cam, was it Cam? Like, uh, it wasn't Jordan, was it? Thomas. Thomas, yeah. He was nuts scoring last year. Trenton Watford was a good offensive player as well. They, yeah, they just don't have, I mean, Days can make some shots, but they don't have any go to guys. And hell, they didn't play defense like this last year. If they did, they might have won the SEC. You know, no kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Um, or, you know, been a Final Four team. Mark Story had some very sobering stats last night. We only have a three game lead, all programs on Kansas now. Our record starting since that. We already read that stat against top 25 teams. I know it's cherry picking statistics, but man, we need to be better. I don't know. How dare Kentucky have the most wins in college basketball? Just can you, can you get, instead of being number one, can we get above that? And by the way, the foot that Kansas is about to ready to lose about 60 wins, folks. So, yeah, they're going to have a ton taken away. Um, so don't you worry. Don't, don't you don't worry you about worry that all, all, all time. Oh, folks, it's so much easier just to use some common sense and realize this is a good basketball team. And last night's not some indication that the program's falling apart. Okay. It's going to be, we survived last year. It's going to be okay. It's going to yeah, be all right. Yeah. Hey, first week of January, a lot of basketball left to be played. Oh, yeah. All right, I think we can actually finish this text line if we hurry up. Good morning, guys. Cue the overreaction crowd. Sucks we lost, but it was a gritty performance without two of your most dynamic players. I'm not discouraged at all. I still like this team a lot, and if healthy, I think a top-five team. Also, to Roush say big night for the cards at the end of the show yesterday. Have a great day, guys. Whoa, no way. I don't think so. Oh, boy. People are going to go back and listen to the podcast to see, and if you did, you're out of the show. You're done. Oh, gosh. When did LSU lay Cox down on their court, and why can't UK make sponsors on their court even more symmetrical like LSU did with Cox on their court? Because uh, UK I supposedly just can't figure out how to do logos on the court. There's something that's impossible. 
Every other team seems to have figured it out where it doesn't look terrible except for Rupp Arena. ESPN is so ridiculous, they posted a highlight clip of Jacob Toppin dunking, and of course the title, Opie Toppin's brother, Jacob, with a slam. That's from Brett. Uh, did I mention that on air or during the break? Because I, I noticed that as well and was like, that's, that's ridiculous. I, I, I don't know if it was on air or during the break, but either way, it's ridiculous. It was on air. It, okay. it is ridiculous. Everything's um, running together. It is. It always runs together. Dang, is Scooter Dingus okay? The song he played after the second hour was Sad AF. Well, that was my recommendation because I was very sad AF when I woke up this morning. And that is a, that's a very much, that was a college Nick is sad song. And we're just going to wallow in our sadness at the same time. Woe is you. Thanks for taking the ball, Nick. All of it, brothers. John here. Good morning to all. My gosh, 15 turnovers. We got to clean that up. Man, leaving 10 points on the free throw line. That's not good. But we were still in the game. And I agree, if Sharp is available, he has to play. He could have been a difference maker last night. Either way, on to the next one. Let's get that dub and keep our heads up. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Yeah, I don't think turnovers weren't my biggest issue. I think they only had six in the first half, and then I guess, you know, that'd make nine. But 15 turnovers on the road, you can get away with a win with that. It's when you get above 20 that I think you start saying, well, that's the reason you lost. But um, not hitting shots in the second half was really, if you really want to pin it on something, not to trigger Roush, but my six-year-old son wears a mask all day at Catholic schools, had someone at his class get it, and now get tested every morning at school for the next week. and Or he can't stay at school. This is absolute insanity, and I hope your kids don't have to go through this when they get to school. Uh, hopefully they won't. Disappointed to hear that that's happening at private schools. I mean, obviously, public schools, what a mess. I mean, they, they don't even do that at public schools either, though. Like, Well, they do the math. Masking. Yeah, but like, I just don't get it. How many more people need to come out and say masks don't work for people to realize masks do not work? I, I just don't like. Why are we? Why are we doing that? But yeah, I don't have time. Uh, stick to sports. We get enough politic talk from Nick's daddy. <laughs> the CDC just updated their guidelines to social distance again by doing the Cupid shuffle. <laughs> it was like Justin's little hokey pokey joke that I enjoyed the other day. Thanks. Yeah, I can't deal with the fire Cal or blame Cal folks. There are more and more after every loss from outside. The Kentucky basketball fan base is one of the worst in the country. It's not a high standard. It's stupid. It's not high standards. It's stupidity. Um, there's a lot of stupidity after losses. There just is. And it's not that their opinions don't have some merit, but they're just so easily countered with common sense. Yeah. And you know what? It happens. We get a little irrational with some of our takes. We do. Uh, and it's, it's going to happen. We're emotional. This game means a lot to us. And the simple truth is, is Kentucky got those big wins uh, over North Carolina or in Western Kentucky. I mean, they've won some games by a lot, but you still don't feel like you've beaten a good team in a long time, you know? Uh, and, and I think stacking a couple more of those feel good wins up on top of one another, it does quell the masses. And we just haven't, we just haven't gotten a lot of that. But the thing is, UK just won four games by 30 points. And right. and now UK loses playing two halves without two starters and three all in total when it's all said and done. And folks just lost their mind again. Like it's mm -hmm. not it doesn't it doesn't matter how much goodwill Cal or Kentucky will build up when people can't handle losing. They just cannot seem to comprehend or understand losses. I hate them more than anybody else, but Purdue just lost at home to Wisconsin, you all, at home. And Purdue's a really, really good basketball team. It's college basketball, man. It's, it's just college teams, basketball. Also, teams in general, college basketball teams, are not as good as they once were. Like, the whole uh, – I know we love having the people, like the athletes, 
LeBron versus Jordan, blah, 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 different eras. They play different basketball. Like, their college basketball, the overall product is not as good as it once was because of how quickly the best players move on in the NBA. Like, that's just it's kind of how things go. And so you, I don't think you can expect the kind of dominance that – was once there. I just it's it's tough. It's a lot tougher to do, especially this year on the heels of, of the pandemic when hell everything was was all wonky. A texter last text. I can't believe we got through the Thornton's text line. And thanks to everybody for texting. Love you, TJ. But you but you can ridicule people for throwing out some troubling stats and also be the per- I think they mean you can't ridicule people for throwing out some troubling statistics and also be the person who lost his mind about a meaningless three point streak. <laughs> First off, love you too. Secondly, the three-point streak was – I didn't blame – like I wasn't blaming Cal and actually getting mad and trying to ruffle the fan base's feather. It was a personal thing for me that I absolutely loved, and I still see a few people after the first three made tweet out like the, the streak lives, and it just breaks my heart each and every time. But I, I, anybody can throw out any stats that you want. I'm just – this idea that Kentucky hasn't been competitive in college basketball since 2015 is totally – and completely untrue. They've had three teams good enough to win the championship since then, and I'm getting close to thinking this team is number four. This team's certainly good enough to get to a Final Four. I need to see them beat a good team in a difficult situation before I can think they can win a national championship, but I do think they're good enough to get to a Final Four. So since 15, they've had three, and unfortunately they haven't been able to punch through. Two lost in the Elite Eight, and one didn't get an opportunity because of the pandemic. So... It's just uh, let's all just try to keep our keep our marbles after a loss. Let's uh, ho- hopefully this was therapeutic though, and uh, that we can kind of move on. We uh, can, and can, you know, if anything, be proud of Kentucky's fight. This team is not going to just lay down and take it. Uh, they got a lot of heart. They got a lot of leadership. Let's hope Wheeler's going to be healthy. Let's hope Ty Ty is going to be back to find. Did they say anything on Ty Ty? I mean, I know coming back into the game was a good sign, but. Yeah, Cal just said, I think it's Gramps. He didn't say anything on Wheeler. Let's let's hope that Wheeler. Yeah, concussion could minor. keep Wheeler out a little bit. You know, it could keep him yeah, out a it week. Could be a long deal. Yeah. Um, but let's let's hope that he gets okay and and gets healthy because Kentucky really needs that dude. And now when they return to practice today, Shaden Sharp's in the mix. So a lot to be optimistic moving forward is January fifth as of today, and you got a long ways to go till March. Kentucky's got the pieces. They're going to figure it out. So thanks, everybody, for texting in. This was I, – I enjoyed today's show, despite, you know, it being kind of some difficult circumstances last night. We'll be back tomorrow at 7. Justin, any last words? Uh, have a great day. Have a great day. You heard it here first from the Angel of Death. See everybody on Thursday. Roll call.